Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got to flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living life to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Super 
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the up degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Wednesday, November 10, 2021. Raven98 here, along with... Good morning, TNT. It is a wonderful wake-up Wednesday morning. I don't know why Ray didn't say nothing about hump day, because that's usually his thing. But anyway, here we go. All right. <laughs> What's the good news? Anything? Well, sometimes that saying says no news is good news. Oh, so we didn't send so anything out? Nothing went out. All All quiet on the front. All right. Well, what you guys really want to know, the banks are still preparing. So, yeah, they are not on, uh, wait, I'll go read it, because I like to read stuff to you guys. Um, But they're not on alert. They're not in. So he said, uh, we're very close. We're putting people in place, but no date as to when it will happen. So I said, okay. Does putting people in place mean manning the exchange is all for you, 404? So we're getting it out right now. <laughs> Does that mean manning the exchange and call centers, putting people on standby, putting people on high alert? What does putting people in place mean? He said, no people at centers or exchanges. We are just checking staff for availability. That's what it means. So, okay. I want to clear that up right then. They're doing the same thing that banks were doing on Monday. Um, checking, make sure everybody's going to be available, and uh, giving them dates to make sure they're going to be available. Dates didn't change either, just so you guys know. But that's the process they're going through right now. So, again, they know something's going to happen. But they just don't know the exact time frame yet. They're still in their five- to eight-day window. Um, Treasury is still before Thanksgiving. And let me see if they'll get anything for us right there. Iraq is... Um, Maliki is going to be arrested, is what they're being told, uh, at some point in this. Um, Actually, they called me yesterday, right? Yesterday or Monday. No, yesterday. I just got to make sure when I got Said that Al-Kazimi is definitely going to be the next prime minister. They're playing for it, and that the uh, attempt on his life 
and things they were doing actually solidified it, which is funny because the article this morning came out and said it has just the opposite effect was its intention. They launched the drones, threatened him, told him he had no chance of being the next prime minister, and now everybody's saying he is the front runner definitely after that, which was good. So we know the uh, Quads General came over Monday right after it happened, met with Al Kazimi and uh, one other guy, I forgot. But just to tell them that, hey, we knew it was going to happen. We didn't tell them to do it. We didn't tell them not to do it. But what they didn't do was tell Al Kazimi that they were going to do it. But they're saying they're condemning it and they're telling them don't take any more actions, but now Iran is claiming they can't control the militia in Iraq. They said it was a faction that they couldn't control who were doing their own thing. So anything's possible, which, like I told you guys, playing both sides of the coin is basically what they were doing. They're coming out today, Iran making announcements and everybody should support Iraq's government. They support, support, should support whatever decision the Electoral Commission makes about who won, that's who won. Now, uh, what they wanted to get across definitely, and they said they wanted Iraq to let the U.S. know they had no parts of what happened that they weren't involved in it at all, but they figured it would mess with the negotiations on the 29th. They also know that, like the article I sent you guys this morning, Joe Biden could put them back on the sanctions that Trump did. Now, he hasn't released the sanctions. He hasn't enforced them either. So as we saw, they went from a $4 billion reserve back up to $31 billion, I think, right now is where they're at. They were down to $4 billion from over $100 billion when Trump put the sanctions on them. They were down to their last $4 billion. So Biden gave them relief starting in June let some of their oil contracts go out, let them start doing some business. But let's think about it. Did he do it to give them relief? Did he do it to bring them back to the table to negotiate? Because they said they wouldn't negotiate till the sanctions were removed. He didn't remove them, he's just not enforcement. Does it help to relieve the pressure against Iraq? and what we're trying to accomplish there if they now have another source of money, which they obviously do, if they went from $4 billion to $31 billion since June and since he's uh, relaxed the enforcement of the sanctions. So definitely a game being played. You can call it chess or you can call it monopoly, but it's definitely being played. Pieces of the... Uh, or being moved around the board trying to get to this final conclusion, which is to have Al Kazimi reinstated as prime minister. So um, CBI, 
you know, telling them that the exchange rate is going to change, that monetary policy is changing, and it's going to come soon. So nobody is panicking on the um, citizen side or the government side other than those on the Iranian side. Only one's upset, only mad, and we know that's because they're losing power, authority, and soon as Al-Khazimi is nominated again or comes out as a new prime minister, the militia is going to lose the authority to carry guns or even be on the streets. So that's what they're fighting for. All right. I think that's the news of the day. Questions, answers, comments. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see. Looks like we're starting off with um, um, Tish. Tish. Yeah, somebody named In the Wind. I guess that's the name, In the Wind, celebrating a birthday. So she wanted to do a birthday shout out for In the Wind. And remind her it's her last birthday. I wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday. I wanna wanna help you celebrate. I wanna wanna wish you lots of presents. I wanna wanna help you eat your cake. Bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate It's time to bossy, bossy, time to celebrate Yeah All right, happy birthday in the wind Wait, wait, yes. cause it sounds like you said it's her last birthday. What, what were you Last thinking? broke, last broke birthday. Oh, I was saying what? Okay. <laughs> Diva eight one seven. Diva eight one seven says, "I would like to know if I was in Florida for my vacation." Could I exchange one currency before coming back home and still get contract rates at my appointment? I'm pretty sure you can. Because you're just going to go to the teller, exchange currency. They don't write down your name, number, and everything else. And, you know, create a book or log. You're just doing a currency exchange, which is very simple. And even if you did, still call the 800 number. And we do your bulk. You can still get, uh, you still negotiate rate and do everything that you could wanted to. So I don't think that'd be a problem at all. Jim and KC says, Tony, you have said that the bank personnel work for the bank, not for us. At the exchange, will those people try to lowball a rate and keep the rest for the bank? For example. Will they try to talk us into accepting $4 for the DOM instead of 12 and the bank keeps the remaining 8 What's their commission structure? They are giving a commission. 
So I don't ever want you guys to think they're not getting the commission because they are. That was part of the contract and what they negotiated on. So, and, um, shoot, I forgot how much it was. But I remember they walked off one time um, during that, their negotiations for what they were going to get. How they keep on. But, guys, they always work for the bank. I don't want you to ever misinterpret that, okay? Misunderstand that or think otherwise. Work for the bank because that's who pays them. They're supposed to negotiate the best terms that they can. Nobody is hiring them to give away money. Our question is, what's the difference between um, the bank and the treasury? I mean, how much do they make? What percentage of that $28 do they get? Trust me, the treasury is getting the bulk. And the treasury is not going to give a bank five, six dollars, or ten of your twenty-eight dollars, or the bank wouldn't give any of us twenty-eight dollars. They wouldn't give any of us eight, ten dollars because they all would take it if that was the case. So they're negotiating with you on the terms of based on how much you have and what you intend to do with it, putting the most so they can have the most in their accounts from what you have. So whatever they're saving or negotiating doesn't necessarily go to the bank. So I don't want you to think that they're not sharing their piece of the pie with us if they're not gaining a bigger piece. Whatever they don't negotiate with you, I think the treasury gets the bigger piece of that. So why wouldn't they give all of us the max rate? We've gone through it time and time again. They don't want money that they're going to be obligated to hold in their account, which goes against their ratio, to be held there for somebody that's going to spend it in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. They're looking for long-term contracts where you both can benefit. So, why am I going to give you $50 million? You have no clue what you're going to do with it. And the next 60 to 90 days, you really gave it to all your friends, family, associates, or bought 10 limos, 10 Rolls Royces, two mansions, and then a year from now you lose it all. That's why they're looking at the big picture. They're looking to see if you know anything about finance. They're looking to see if you have any plan whatsoever. Then they're looking to see if you're willing to let them control a portion of it to make sure it's still there. They're looking for long-term contracts to give the most money to. If you don't have any of all that, why do I give you $100 $100,000 knowing tomorrow you're going to be broke. And I could give it to somebody who has a plan and wants to do something with it where both of us can benefit. That's the difference. All right, what's next? Nicole19 says, when this RV is over, 
I think you previously said we would start over with another RV and we would be able to participate. Would you be moderating this RV? Oh, wait a minute. I had to answer right here. This is my last word. No! No! Oh, my God. Are you crazy? (laughs) Oh. So, first of all, everybody's not going to be able to play next time. And I told you guys that already. Um, sophisticated investors only. That means $10 million or more. Know what you're doing. They're going to try and keep it as close-knit and quiet as they can. Because this one got out of control. So that's not going to happen again. And uh, most of the people involved in this right now or um, I'm going to say probably your gurus, even those who think they're gurus, are going to have less information in the next one. And I'm just lucky that we already got the currencies, we got the time frame. Um, I got people who are already putting it together. So, and, and that was from years ago. I was just lucky I was included in that part. But most of them will not do this. You probably won't even see this type thing again. It is going to be the rich get richer at that point. So, and it is definitely going to be about who you know. And and there's 10 million people. Like I said, we'd be lucky. They said the average person has 100,000. And above that, only 1 million dinars. So they're not going to qualify for the next one. And I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have something else to do besides doing this three times a week for the next 10 years, even though it's going to be six months. But they told me this one was only going to be a week. So it may, in fact, go faster. Am I going to do something? I am. I want to do something that benefits as many people as I can. And I don't know how it's going to come about yet. I do know I'm going to do, you know, the events we're supposed to do after this. After that, I'll probably take the 100 people who've been consistently donating. or And I'm just being honest, though, because, I mean, they, they deserve it. They helped everybody through this who've been uh, consistently or the people been donating and, and build me a list of probably a, a thousand people that I would work with as far as that information or future things that we're doing, which could be, you know, different types of investments and do calls with them. And, and I don't know how often. Might be once a week, might be once a month, might be when an opportunity comes up. And I just say I'm doing this or get together. So those are the things I've been thinking about. But as far as the next seven currencies that keeping track, daily track every day, keeping people updated on it. No. I'll probably never do this again. Like I did my part. I, I took my lashes, took my beating. 
uh, stressed out myself, my family, and maybe even Ray in doing all of this. So, no, I don't want to do it. Anyway, what's next? Sorry. Sadie says, my husband and I want to set up accounts for our kids in the major leading bank. We're going to do the exchange for each of our three children who are now adults. We're asking them to keep it in the accounts we set up. That way, I am hoping for a better negotiating point because the money will stay in that bank even though there are different cities. Am I right in doing it this way or am I just fooling myself? Think they want it all kept in the bank that we're exchanging in. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing my exchange because I don't understand you're doing exchange for all three of your kids. They're grown kids. And I don't know if you're saying you're going to give them, I mean, divide your currency up in the three and tell them to leave it there or they actually bought currency and going to give it to you to add to yours. But either way, the contract you make with the bank will be that contract for the next five years or three years or however long you make it. After that, whoever's name's on it is going to be decide whether to keep it or not. And the only part you can restrict is the part you've agreed to live with the bank, leave with the bank. Thing over the other than that, if their name is on the bank account, they can go take it out just like you can. There's nothing to mandate that they do that. The bank's not really going to include in that in the five years anyway. They're not going to include that probably in the interest rate unless you don't unless you negotiate it for that and give them some kind of Guaranteed that you are, in fact, going to leave it there. So you can't mandate it. It's up to your kids if they're going to follow your advice, listen to you, or decide that they know better than you when it comes to their money. And trust me, 80 to 90% of them are going to figure, old man, old lady, I got this. You know, I know better than you do. Times have changed. And, you know, my gold-digging wife or my gold-digging husband or my greedy-ass kids want something else. That's just, that, that was just reality right there, shot across the bottom. So y'all understand how it's going to happen when all this money starts flowing around. You best laid plans. So if you want to control something, if you want to make it there for them, I would put it in a trust that I can control, set the parameters to, and know this is what's going to happen is what I would do. But don't ask me, ask Ray. <laughs> you fine. Okay. Let's see. Diva817 again says, what's the difference between contract rate and a constructive payout, which I think she's referring to structured payout, because that's the only kind of payout we've ever mentioned, structured, not constructive, unless you got something right. from somebody else. 
Okay. And again, the rate is the rate. What you get paid per dinar. Structured payout is how they pay it out. They can give you $10 cash or they can give you $2 a month for five months. That's the rate and the payout. All right, Cirque yeah, Seven wants to more know. More depth than that? Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. Okay. On the structured payout, would there be taxes on it every year that we get the payment from the bank? Yes. Guys, I would yes. say yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Is that the initial exchange payout? I mean, I don't know. You have to ask your tax attorney those kind of questions. But I would think it would be taxable after that. That means, hey, I want all my money up front then because I don't want to pay taxes on it, which would make sense. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You have to wait and see. But it's a good question to ask before you decide. The better question to ask is how could that even legally be possible? That's the question you all need to be asking instead of is it taxable and all these other crazy questions. How could what be but, possible? The tax or the structured payout? How could it, a structured payout. How could it legally be possible? I'm walking mm-hmm. in the bank with $100 million. It's just not U.S. dollars. I want to convert it to U.S. dollars. Now they're going to tell me they're going to give me $10 million now and the other $80 million over the next five, six years of my money? Well, let me tell you guys how it could be legally possible, because they are already doing it, and they've been doing it for 10 years. It could be legally possible if you agree to it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, If you agree, anything is possible. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And they're offering you more money to agree to those terms, and if you agree to it, it's legally possible. They can't force you into it. But once you agree, <laughs> then that's the contract. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. Beth in okay. Greenville wants to know any new info on the contract rates. No, we don't have no. any new information. All the maximums still hold if they're still if they're there. Then what we were told years ago still applies. Okay. Let me see here. Diva 817 again is asking, can they negotiate at the teller? No. Tellers will not no. negotiate. They're going to give you the standard rate. That's all. They cannot negotiate with you. Rooted N says, when Tony says the bank wants control so the money will last, does that mean the 30% we leave with them or the 70% balance we will be able to use as we desire? It means the percentage, whatever it is that you leave with them. The balance is up to you. That's why they may not give you 20%. I mean, you have to negotiate and see what you can get, uh, what interest rate you can get on the balance. But they know you still, they feel you're just going to blow it anyway. Why am I going to give you that interest rate? But, yeah, they're only going to control the part you uh, agree, everybody's not going to do 30%. That's what I'm saying. Some people are already going to do 50% or 60%. But 
They have a large amount of money. They're not, they don't need all of it, and they'd rather get the interest. Some people are going to try and say, I can do 20% or even 15% and see what the bank says. I know um, a guy left already in, in his agreement, and he got uh, 15% interest, I think is what he got, for leaving his 30%. All right, what's next? Hello. Hello. 209 Erica, you are first. Hello. Live folks. Oh. <laughs> Hi, guys. Good morning. Good Hi. afternoon. First, first of all, you answered my question about Iran. So I don't have that question now. But I know the banks are listening. And when you said Monday that they were planning on 70 and above, they did not want to give a structured payout. First of all, I think that's discrimination, but it's, they can do what they want. It doesn't make sense. Here I've been in this since I was 65. I'm now 73. You guys have highly educated me. I've already planned on living off the interest, not the principal. I don't need a million-dollar home. I am planning on doing some remodeling on my home, but that's not going to take much out of that money. Maybe buy a car and a truck. So all that money is going to be there for them to work with. I'm not a 20-year-old, 30-year-old athlete that's going to blow $300 million. So you would think they would want to work with us because, actually, we live longer. We're smarter to get right down to it. And you've made us smarter. So, Banks, if you're listening, 70-year-old and above, you want us. You want to give us a structure payout. That was my that was my thing. Okay. Uh. Now, I'm laughing because I fully expected you to say that you were smarter. <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for that part. We're smarter than the rest of those guys because we've already lived the life. So let me tell you guys this because I got a lot of feedback from that. Both I saw it on the tweets. So I got texts and I actually got emails with some people over 70 years old that were concerned. They were just talking about first time we ever heard it was Monday morning. So they were just getting briefed on a a strategy they were thinking about doing. Again, they can't force you to do anything. You have to agree to whatever it is. And the fact that you know there's better rates out there, different programs, you're not going to be one of the ones to agree with that. You know, if there's $10 million, and I use $10 because that was the number I got four years ago, probably, yeah, of people who had dinar, and it's probably $15, $18 million by now, the last four years. But those people aren't listening to TNT, okay? We only got 100 24,000 followers on Twitter. And, and I tell you guys that all the time. Uh, what is uh, Blog Talk has 700 or 7 million something listeners on, on Blog Talk. But that still leaves 15, 16 million listeners out there who have no clue what they're going to do when they go to the bank. No clue. 
So the bank is saying, let's present them with this. Not the ones with the knowledge, but the ones who don't know. And let's get the better thing. They think they can make short-term money off of it. It's not going to be there. Uh, you know, people are going to leave it to somebody else to make the decisions in their wills or their trust and things. So they don't want to make a long-term commitment. That's the business side of things. That don't mean you have to let it apply to you because you get to make your own decisions. You know better. You are better prepared than the average 70-year-old. And if I were you, I'd take advantage of that. I'd go in there like we've been saying for the last 10 years, very knowledgeable. I know what the rates are. I know what the interest rates you're offering. I know how the payout's supposed to work, and this is what I want to do with my money. When they see that, you probably won't be one of the people they try to lowball. Okay. Okay. Sounds sounds good to me because, like you taught us too, I plan on leaving a legacy, and I plan on doing trusts, and I'm going to be control of those trusts because I'm not going to let my grandkids just take off and do nothing, not understanding finances. So, because of you guys, I'm I'm more educated than what I was when I started eight years ago. How's that? So, thank you very okay. much. Okay. That's, that's all I had. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Give me a hole if you got your funky bucks there. Two eight one. You're on. Well, hello, King. How are you doing this morning? I'm fantabulouser <laughs> to the nth degree. And yourself, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Cannot complain. Mr. Tony, how are you doing? I am super fantastic. I'm so good. good. I know you got both legs in on that this morning. I sure did and came all the way back around to the front. You got them right. <laughs> <laughs> you sure right about that. <laughs> all righty then. Everything is sounding pretty good. Um, I have a couple of questions. Um, as far as the testing, are the banks still doing anything here in the U.S.? And if so, um, are they actually bringing people in like they were and getting them ready, I guess? Is that the testing process? And has anyone gotten any liquid money, parcels or, or anything All like right. that? All right. Nobody's got paid liquid. Um, I don't know of any tests in the last two weeks where they actually brought them in for testing. There were people who had appointments on Saturday. They brought them in, and uh, I don't know what they did with them, but they did set appointments for some people on on, on Saturday. So I don't know what the results are of that. But, no, the banks mm-hmm. aren't doing anything other than that. Uh, again, like he said, Monday, 
actually more than one bank said Monday, but I got it again from today. They are just checking availability and building work schedules right now for that five to eight day period of time. Now, over in Iraq, again, they went out and tested the ATMs throughout the country for one hour, all at the same time, running money through, getting money out to see that they weren't, um, I said sticking, you know, because they weren't sure because mm-hmm. they said they're all brand new bills, and that was a cur- uh, concern of theirs that they were sticking. So they did test all the ATMs on, um, I don't know, was it Monday or Sunday, one, one of them, for an hour. That's all the testing I know of. Oh, okay. So as far as the cards that a lot of those people were supposed to be getting over there, I know weren't they expecting to get new cards or pass new cards out to the citizens or people, certain people or something? Did that ever happen? I don't know if they're passing out new cards, but they are continuing uh-huh. to pass out cards, bring people into the bank uh, when they're doing their business and, and still issuing cards. Now, they did just open the largest uh producing car coming in in that region right over the weekend and they said they're over they're able to produce a thousand or a hundred thousand cards an hour one of them in different mm. varieties so they're excited about that so Iraq's biggest thing right now they said is getting enough ATMs out but more importantly that enough POS points of sale which is at the cash register that they don't have an adequate number of those to service all the people. And that's one of their issues right now. So it's two mm-hmm. things, the POS, because, you know, if they go digital 100% and, you know, the guy in the farmer's market doesn't have a point of sale, then he can't sell anything because they're digital. So that's being mm-hmm. the issue with that. The other thing is those who want to get out cash, if they're Bank of America, they got to go find a Bank of America ATM or Wells or Chase, their particular bank. And that is an issue with them because they're not set up to be interchangeable like we are. Just go to any bank, pay the $2 fee. So those are the things they're fighting right now before the entire society is ready for this. But hopefully they got enough to let it go. But it is an issue. Okay. So my last question is on the tweet that you sent out, and I think you were saying in that tweet that Iran's reserves have been pretty much increased. Does that have anything to do and tie in maybe directly or indirectly with what we're waiting on? How, if, I mean, what, what's your thought on that? Maybe that will calm them down or something and make them happy. Okay. I'm thinking what I've always said last years with the sanctions put on them, they went from over $100 billion down to $4 billion in June when they were fighting for their very lives and their existence because if they would have went to zero, their entire economy would have collapsed. 
Mm-hmm. And they could do nothing but try to take over Iraq, which they've been doing. Right. Just to survive. Yeah. So now we relieve some of that pressure, or Biden did. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you, you know, fill your little coffers up, get a little money, start acting like real people again. Now, you got to look, was he just trying to loosen the grip on Iraq? Because you don't need him as much now because I'm letting you build your money back up. Was he trying to say, um, we're going to talk about bringing you guys back to the table and the nuclear deal. Here's a little carrot I'm dangling. Hey, remember this society, the one where you had money? Uh, this is how things work. And they wanted the sanctions removed, which he refused to do. But all mm-hmm. of that is saying, okay, we're going in the right direction. They're getting it back. You don't need to depend on Iraq for everything that you did now. I'm letting you, because now they're doing business with China, Russia, Syria, which even all of that was cut off. They were isolated, period. Mm-hmm. Now he at least let them do backdoor business with them. They know they're doing it. They're just not doing anything about it like they would. So they're kind of just mm-hmm. turning their head with a wink, wink, nod, nod. But all that relieves the pressure on Iraq. And was that part of the plan? I'm absolutely sure it's part of the plan. Uh-huh. Not just to bring them back to the table, but so they can make the decisions they need to make. And are we waiting on that? I don't think that's the only piece that we need to happen. Or, you know, if we're going to go back to the table and get 100% of the sanctions removed when it's already working. So why would we need that to be completed first? I don't see that. Mhm. And I guess I asked that question is because I feel personally that um the threat on Kazemi's life was probably Iran or some part to do with Iran and if some of this pressure like you said is lifted off of them then maybe that will help relieve some of what's going on with them and maybe you know, it could get a little bit better between Iran and Iraq and some stuff can get done and maybe they'll release this thing. I'm saying the U.S., you know, could go ahead and let them do what they need to do if they see things are getting better. But that was just my thought, you know, who am I? (laughs) I just thought I'd ask that question and see what your thought was. Well, it's not who are you, it's where are you from? What kind of backwards thinking is that? No, well, that, all that was good stuff right there. I don't know what you got. <laughs> all right. Thank no, it was. And, and, and that's the purpose thing. We know, everybody knows Iran was behind it. it, it it's stupid to me. You send yeah. your top commander over there to tell you, hey, we knew about it, but we didn't agree and we didn't disagree either. Then when you come run over right. and telling me after the fact. That's you didn't right. tell me before, hey, they get ready to bomb your house. So if you knew about it and didn't do anything about it, then you agreed with it. But right. they said, no, mm-hmm. you didn't. We can't control since when can you not control your own militia? You've been controlling right. them for the last 10, 12 years, but this week you can't control them? Mm-hmm. And then they put out that statement saying, hey, it wasn't even us. It was the U.S. just trying to make us look bad. Yeah, right. Get out of here with that mess. 
even I can figure that out. So anyway. Yeah. All right. It's well, crazy. thank you guys. Appreciate it. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Right. Have a good All day. All right. Thank Bye. you. Okay. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Five one two. Eric, you're on. Well, hello guys. How are you this morning? Super fantastic. To the nth degree. And yourself. Super fantastic. Ray, I saw that you guys put up the workshop in Dallas, but I had uh, signed up for a prior engagement in San Antonio this weekend, so I was just wondering, are you guys going to have any CDs available? No, ma'am. Sorry. Okay. It's it's an in-person live only. Gotcha. Well, maybe we'll be able to catch the next one. Uh, when it comes you didn't to want to see us anyway. Yeah, I did, but it was like you guys <laughs> hadn't posted anything, and this engagement came up in San Antonio, and I committed myself, and then a few That's days later, you guys popped up with it. So we'll catch it next time. But, Ray, when it comes to, like, the family uh, private charity, and let's say a person wanted to uh, donate their uh, income from their like their salaries from their job would would you have to do uh, like some legal documents to set that up prior to uh, making those donations to that charity or you could just do that on a monthly basis and at the end of the year claim that with the IRS yeah just like you do with any other charity It'd be the same way oh okay Okay. Well, those were my two questions. I appreciate you guys taking the question. Yes, ma'am. Sorry, we'll okay. you guys in the big Yeah, Have a okay. Good one. I'll take some pictures. All right, thank you. Okay, cool. <laughs> Send me some clip notes. <laughs> okay. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. 404, Eric Koo, you are on. Hi, Tony, and hi, Ray. Again, appreciate hi. your tenacity and, and helping us try to connect the, the dots uh, in, in here. got kind of a potpourri of questions here I'd like to bounce off of you. Um, we're sitting on the day, January 10th, that for last few weeks had been really kind of the target date um, that we were kind of led to believe through the banking uh, system that this was the date that they were favoring. And I was curious how they are explaining that uh, it's not seeming to be, uh, you know, materializing, blossoming today, but that they are still planning and trying to get their their staff pulled together. Did they give you any rationale on that? No. I started to laugh. They did not explain it. (laughs) They just said we're getting ready. Like today, you said no date yet. We're just getting people mm-hmm. in place. That that's all. But nobody said hey, it didn't happen for this reason or that reason, because as always, they're just projected dates, not guaranteed dates. Mm-hmm. Called the carrot and the stick or something. There you go. Like, <laughs> carrot is getting shorter and shorter, or whatever. Yeah. But in your your opening commentary, you did use the phrase five day window. Um, can you further, and then there was something that you said five to eight, um, when are they saying, or are you anticipating that that 
might fall into play again. Okay. What I said was, like Monday, they are scheduling people or asking them, are they available? And the dates are within the five to eight day window. Not that it's projected. The dates they are using to ask people, are they available? And again, this morning, he said, we're checking for people's availability during this window of time, but we haven't been given a time. So, mm-hmm. like, some people are saying, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to work. Uh, the holidays are coming up. I'm not going to be available during that time because nobody is committing to this anymore because they're like us. Nobody really believes it. it's going to happen during that time frame. So that's the process they're going through right now. Now, you referenced the terminology holiday. Uh, which holiday were you even alluding to? Because uh, tomorrow is a holiday, and many banks are potentially being, being closed. Or were you referencing upcoming Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks? Or both? Both. Because, yeah, banks are closed tomorrow. So we know it's not happening today. I mean, we know that. Nobody's going to stand by alert, nothing, no centers are manned. We know it's not happening tomorrow because the banks are actually closed. And again, I don't think, which I hate it happen again this morning, it's going to happen before they make the official announcement, which Monday, I tell you guys, the 10 days started. Today, Wednesday, they put out another one. They didn't pass it on. They passed it on today, and they're saying the 10 days starts on Thursday. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so there are lots of carrots out there at this particular point, too. Okay, um, you referenced the fact that there were some people who did have Saturday appointments. Uh, were those folks, how were those uh, folks selected? Were they whales uh, or just luck of the draw? Any any explanation on that? Um, I just think they were um, bank references, you know, or people who were associated with the bank. Not any particular amount or anything. Um, but so this was just more going through the routines. It's not like they, they got their liquidity or anything of, of that sort. It was just more almost like a trial run. Nobody got paid, and I don't know what happened because I haven't talked to any of them since they were supposed mm-hmm. to go. But I know nothing mm-hmm. really happened or I would have heard it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lastly, it's been a while since there's been any kind of discussion with respect to banks and those who have Delarue machines, those who don't. Um, Given that that has been a discussion topic and the like, are you hearing that more banks have perhaps been listening to this concern and that they are acquiring more of the Delarue machines? Because, you know, I I think some of the chitter-chatter is if the call centers don't have that information and people are – given the, you know, go to bank A, get this thing done, folks are expecting to have access to Delarue machines, and then the Delarue machines aren't there. And, of course, you've definitely made it clear it's highly, you know, you you need to not let the currency out of your your site kind of thing. Um, And so it can be viewed as as being a waste of of time, not only of the client but of the, the bank staff. 
what are you hearing uh, with respect to, to that, and how can we assure, uh, especially those who are wanting to have access to this, that they are getting locations where there actually are Delaware machines accessible? I'm not hearing it. They're not directing that information towards me to pass on or anything else. So what I would think to do, I'm sure they know it's an issue because they are, in fact, listening. I mean, and I'm not saying they're listening to every call, but every now and then, and they try to figure out what the concerns are so that they are prepared. So either they say you go and you do it or you don't, because there's one thing we know. When you're sitting at that desk and they're telling you, here's access to $10 million or $20 million if you wait 24 hours or I send it to the region, but I can give you, you know, two right now. Most people will say, give me that money. Let me walk out the bank. Because most people are greed's going to kick in. Certain, they're going to be excited, everything else. Or they're going to look at that guy and say, okay, I trust you. You seem like an honest person and you put everything in the bag. You wrote the amounts down. You did everything professionally. Then let's go. The other option you have is when you call, get your appointment, and they schedule it, they're going to tell you where the location is, where you're supposed to be, everything else. Call and see if they have a Delarue machine. And if you don't want to go there, then don't go there. If it's a bank, you can be able to call and do that. If it's a branch, if it's something they've just set up as an exchange location, that may not be the case, and you just have to go in. And I don't think they're all that concerned with it because maybe there's enough Delarue machines that are actually out there, locations, and ones that aren't or who don't have them will probably be such small and such rural area that those people are trusting each other anyway because it's their community or they know they're going to have to go to a larger bank regardless. So they're not making it a focal point as far as information they're trying to get out to me and you. Okay. Well, 10 days from whenever all of this finally materializes, we know that that's when our TNT super fantastic error pet forward project is going to be. And it sure would be nice if it were to actually fall within this latest window that you were given. But we'll keep our fingers crossed. So, again, thanks so much, and have yourself a great Wednesday. Appreciate it, and a good veteran, Veterans Day for all of our veterans, honoring all of those. Okay. All right. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye bye. Six one zero Erico, you're on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray. Hey, good Greetings, morning, sir. It is Z Man MPA. Hey man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. It is another dynamite day in the USA. Long version hey, here. Hey, Wait, wait, before you get started, let me tell everybody this. Guys, under the, the new system, and we didn't put out anything, but a lot of people are doing one of two things. We're just clicking on the button to see what happens because we're getting a lot of incomplete, incomplete, incomplete up there, and people are just looking around, I guess, trying to walk through the process even before they do it or even without doing it, just like the look of the page or something. I don't know, because it's not going through. Or some people are actually trying to pay the system five bucks 
or 20 bucks or whatever it is, and it goes through and it comes back and say unable to complete. So I don't know if people are noticing that they're really not completing a payment at that time because they're sending us an incomplete, which means your $5 didn't go through. Or 20, which a lot of times I don't understand it. If five dollars doesn't go through, but I mean, I sure you just don't do it. It has to get all those incomplete and have to go through all that. But thank you for those who do. We appreciate it. But I hope you're paying attention. As soon as you get through with this and make your payment, a receipt on the electronic side pops up immediately. You should be able to see it while you're making the payment. If not, it should be in your email. Because a lot of people are texting or calling me and to call Ray and see that their payment go through. That is all right there for you. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. Thank you. All right, you're welcome, Tony. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to make our payments in order to buy time to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com on that red payment button. And when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro. P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out your checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That helps Ray track those payments as they come in. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, go to the TNT Super Fantastic website, click on that red payment button, scroll down to where you will see instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here button And that will take you to a menu where you will be able to choose the payment of your choice. Click on the payment of your choice. That will take you to another page where you will need to fill in your email information, your credit card information, and your name. In the block where you fill in your name, after you have typed your name in, Hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray keep track of these payments as they come in. Again, to donate electronically, go to the TNT Super Fantastic website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click here. Where it says click here, you will be taken to a page that has a menu of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment 
that you want to send in, that'll take you to another page where you will need to fill in your email address, your credit card information, and where you fill in your name. After you have typed in your name in the name block area, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number. Again, this helps Ray keep track of these payments as they come in. After you have done that and after you have sent your payment in, watch the screen on your computer, your phone, or your tablet come up with a circle with a check mark in it that says successful. That means your payment has gone through. So after you have sent in your payment, watch that screen on your computer, your tablet, or your cell phone, and watch for the circle with the check mark and the word successful. That means your payment has gone through. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. And remember, as Ray has taught us, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principle, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home-style North Carolina barbecue. And if I may, Ray and Tony, I'd like to echo 404's thank you to all the veterans. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Thank you to all of you who are currently serving, those of you who have family members who have served in the past and are presently serving. Tony, thank you for your service when you served. I'm an Air Force veteran as well. And, Ray, thank you for your son's service in the Navy. We appreciate it. Okay. And keep prayers for all of you out there who have served this nation. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, sir. All right, sir. Thank you. We appreciate it, and we appreciate your service as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Make it a dynamite day. All right. Okay. It takes us to, to, let me see, the next one, 281, area code, you're on. Two eight one. Okay. Three six zero Erico, you're on. Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Hey, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? Well, I, I'm doing pretty good, Tony. I uh gosh, I heard I heard some good news from you when they say they're gonna lock up you know who. And uh <laughs> <laughs> I uh uh, I'll be interested to to know when, and uh, if and if in fact all that kind of stuff happens before the powers to be on his side of the fence want to cause a big stir. Has has any effort been made to identify the origin of the drones that were used in the attack that you're aware of? Well, well two things. So. 
First of all, they say they already know who it is. Uh, well, there's three things. Uh, the general came over and said they were made aware before it even happened. So they know who it is. Biden put out a statement this morning saying that the U.S. forces are assisting to find out exactly who it was. So there's no doubt they're going to know who it was. And al Kazimi says there will be consequences for, for it being done. So we are going to see something about that sooner or later. Here's the other thing. Maliki was out this morning. He's on a, on a radio show and a newspaper article with an Army general stating that anyone who sides with the occupiers, which is the U.S., has no chance of being prime minister, that they will not allow it. Hmm. So there's no interest in him figuring that, doesn't he have to pretty much figure that that this is the fight of his life? It would have to be, because if he loses it, he's going to lose his life eventually at some point. Um, well, two things have to happen. They have to lose, which we know they already have. The number's not going to change. They're just playing the game, going through the 10 days. And then his party would not have to select him to go to Parliament so they could go after him. And all that could be arranged. Right, right. Well, fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yes, they are. I, I, don't, I don't know how else to put it, and I, I certainly don't want to dwell on the what if, what if, what if, because none of that really makes any difference. So I guess the, the ball is in Iraqi's court, and they're going to have to uh, finally put up, I suppose, and put an end to this whole thing. So, man, I wish them the well, best. Well, and, one thing we know, at the end of the 10 days, they're going to say the election stands or it doesn't, but it stands. So uh, which means Sadar is going to get his way. Which means the writing is on the wall for the militia in Iran. Which means the only thing they're waiting for after that is him to name Kazemi as his choice. And all that should happen between now and the first part of December. If they took the 10 days, if they took that's the 20th, they announce them, and they start negotiating on the numbers they need for Al Kazimi to be named prime minister and give him his 30 days with his government together. That's the process. Mm-hmm. Well, man, happy Thanksgiving. That'd be great. That'd be great. Tony, thanks for your service. Ray, thanks All right, for your thank you, service. sir. And I, my dad served, and I was a poor effort. Um, never, never really realized that having a knee surgery would preclude me from being acceptable in the draft. And I remember the time when I looked at the doctor in the AP station when I went through my physical, and I was—I mean, I'd come from school and I was fit, very fit. 
I was probably the best fit guy in that whole room. The guy looked at me and he says, the doctor looked at me and he says, someday you'll thank me. And I found that to be a very odd thing because a buddy of mine who's a former Marine said that at times he he thought I sounded like I had survivor's remorse. And I'm sure you know what that is. And so I I always regretted the fact that I hadn't served. And uh, one of those things. But I sure thank those who have. And uh, every time I stand up at a flag salute or a national anthem, I feel great pride in the fact of those who served and those who represented us in faraway lands and all that stuff. So I guess that's my piece. Anyway, well, well, have a great Let me say this. For you and, 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 and a million people like you, not that you're not unique and, you know, one above all else. <laughs> well, thank you, Tony. <laughs> who, who, who wanted to serve and couldn't. And there's a difference between that and somebody who ducked the draft or dodged the draft, draft dodgers as they used to call them, and, and that, or people who went to Canada. Parents, and I'm going to say parents, because they were only 18, had the ability to get them out of it. And this was during the trial. I went in the voluntary military. Not the draft. A lot of people ducked the draft when it should have been voluntary even then because that's what our country needs us most. But even in, in volunteering, dude, there's a lot of people that don't volunteer to go now. But And there's a lot of people who want to go and simply can't go. And I sure. still have to respect those people because they wanted to do the right thing, which is represent their country. Which everybody knows. I love my time. I absolutely love the yeah. best fraternity in the world as far as I'm concerned. And to go overseas, live in another country, and be representative of this country to people, not just in governance, but people walking the streets to say, well, you know, that's what Americans are really like in that. And, and to be honest, sure. I didn't even like some Americans overseas because they were snotty as hell. Thought they was above everybody, just talked down to people, which was ridiculous to me, which I never understood. How can you do that to people when you're in their country? Their country. That always bothered me, even when I was in the military, not to accept yeah. the country that you're in. But anyway, our, our veterans are, are, are great. I appreciate it, and I appreciate all those who uh, want it to be part of this fraternity. So thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks, Tony. All right. All right, sir. Five zero three, Eric, you are next. Five zero three. Five zero three. Oh, hello. Hello. I'm sorry. Hello. <laughs> I was filling out a form. Uh, this is Oregon, and uh, thank you for uh, uh, calling on me. So I've got a couple questions. Uh, um, so on these structured payouts, how long a time 
do they want to extend, you know, do they want to uh, engage in these structured payouts? Is it two years, four years, eight years, ten years? What's the time? I don't know. I never got a breakdown. Never got a breakdown. Okay. That's kind of important. But, well, I'm going to ask right now. So maybe I'll have an answer on Friday, but I'm going to ask right now. Um, okay. All right. All right. And then the other one is, so um, for over 70, um, if we go into exchange and they want to give us the rock bottom price, um, is that rock bottom price going to be what shows up on coin mill that day? In other words, is as it goes up, will we get that increased price, or is it just going to be the flat forty-seven cents for dong and whatever it is for dinar? No, I would say it's going to be what the price is that day on forex or cornmeal. You know, can you uh, can you confirm that because that makes a big difference too. Well, that makes a big difference. I, I, I can just tell you that because they can't give you anything below the four X rate. They can't just give you forty-seven cents because they want to give you forty-seven. They can't go below the four X rate, and cornmeal goes with the four X rate. I know, I know. Well, so um, you, if the I mean, rate is four, we say 80, they can't. They can't offer you forty-seven cents because they can't do that. But they can do all kinds of things. I mean, I couldn't even believe that they could do what they're doing right now. So what would keep them from or offering someone 47 cents? I mean, the thing is, when you look at this, I mean, uh, this is they just have taken over all the power in this thing. Um, and I don't even know if Yellen even knows what's going on and if she's – if she's in agreement, nor Biden. I mean, they can do whatever they want to do. That's already been proven. I mean, we had this bank crisis before, remember? <laughs> and they just screwed everyone to the wall and, you know, uh, took people's houses and everything else and walked off scot-free with more money in the bank than they had when the, began, when the whole thing began. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like that we have really. I have. I'm. I'm very. I'm very leery right now. I, before All I right. was Let me do trusting, Let me and do I was this. hopeful, and I'm. I'm just not there right now. All right. So let me do this because I hear you frustrated, Roger and everybody else. First of all, we have law. We have banking laws. Okay? They cannot offer you less than the going rate. They can offer you more than the going rate and instructed payouts because that's the chance they're taking. They cannot offer you less. It's against the law. It's outside the system. So if the rate is 481, that's the minimum amount they can offer you. I don't care how old you are, how young you are, what color you are. They got to go in the system and give you that rate. And nobody's going to risk anything by not doing that. 
so. That part is done. You have to understand when the banking crisis was going on and the banks were doing things, it was with the blessing of the United States government. It was with the blessing of the Treasury. They can't do those things without them knowing. So if they have a structured payout or contract or anything, first of all, everything, the contracts that the banks have, and every bank has their own. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, each have their own contract with the Treasury. But the Treasury knows what's going on. Yellen's going to know what's going on. Bye. They don't know every detail with every single person, but they know they're not breaking the law. That part they will know. Well, they are the coming really close with... Take advantage of it in that way. Do what? Well, to me, they, they are coming really, uh, like, up to the wire with uh, setting the 70 as an age limit. That's really kind of right there at the wire of age discrimination. And, um, you know, I mean, typically what happens is that the bank breaks the law, the feds fine them a, a little bit, and they pay off the fine and just keep on going. I mean, they don't feel any compunction to follow the law. <laughs> Um, and, um, so this whole thing has just shaken me to the core because I was really trusting my bank and, you know, feeling good about the whole thing. And then when they pulled this out at the very last minute, you know, so that people didn't have time to look into it and make plans, you know, to buy more currencies and things like that, to me, it's just really, um, it's not just a kick in the gut. It's a, it's a, um, to me, it's a a dagger to the heart. And um, so I'm, I'm just not trusting and I, I, I'm really, and and I don't, and I want to make, you know, so the other thing that they could do is that they could say, well, we're not discriminating on age. You know, we, you know, one out of 10 or one out of 15 of people over 70, we've exchanged for that higher rate just so that they look better. <laughs> they can do all kinds of things. <clears throat> okay, well, let's do this because I'm not going to be able to answer all yours or, or, or calm all your fears. But I'll tell you what I told you earlier. Being the fact that you were here, you're TNT, been a member of TNT, then you know better. Then you, they should not be able to take advantage of you. When you go to your appointments, you're going to know what the 4X rate is. You're going to know what the cornmeal rate is. You're going to know what the contract rates are. And, and it, by that time, how it's going to be structured or not structured. You're going to be well-informed. So if I were you, I wouldn't be concerned about what you are, that, hey, this bank is going to take advantage of me. Well, they're not going to take advantage of me because I'm not going to let them. 
Because I know. Because I'm on TNT. I'm in the chat room. I'm doing this. And I'm here and seeing what people are saying and the rates they're getting. And the bank is not going to take advantage of me. That's, that's how I would be thinking. Instead of being frustrated, worried, and confused about something I can't control. Well, I think we're okay. kind of in a box because um, I think we're in a box because you know, with the amount of currency that that uh, we have, you know, um, it's not like we can just go up to a bank teller and just exchange it and walk out the door, unless we wanted to do that for the next few years. But the thing that bothers me is the fact that uh, you're sort of at their mercy. And if you argue with them, no, you're not. they can no, you're not. sort you out. And you can walk out. There, there are plenty of banks. We've got a list of 70 banks right now you can go negotiate with. Nobody's going to be able to take advantage of you over 47 cents. Or two dollars when the rate is four dollars. I I don't think anybody completely tried that, knowing that you're informed. But even if they did, you are informed. You know better. So at the time of the uh, at the time of the now the other banks, the ones that are not part of the Big Five, they are they obligated to follow the. Are they obligated to uh, follow the Big Five in in their contortions, or are they more independent and can make their own independent judgments? Every bank is independent. Every bank is able to do it the way they want to do it. They're all competitive, though, is what we're looking at, and that's why they have similar structures. Every bank is not going to be the exact same rate. It's not going to be the exact same deal. It's not going to be the exact same interest rate. But they are being competitive. But if they're if they've agreed to do this, then that takes the competition out of it for the seniors. Well, how does that take the competition out? Even if they well, say we're if, going to structure and pay out all seventy year old plus, each bank would still have their different package. They would still be offering their own rates and their own payouts, their own structures. There's no one size fits all. It's based on all the other criteria that we've already said. How you present yourself, how educational are you, what kind of plan do you have? All that would still be involved in it. Okay. I think you have more faith I, in them I, than I, think I do. You're worrying about I, something you shouldn't be worried about. Okay. I, I, mean, I know, I, really I know you do, but I, I know, you do, and okay. I think, but you know, I've dealt with banks on a on a debit card situation similar to what you had done, and and I've seen how they work. I don't have that much faith in them at this point. I was really having a lot of faith in them with this, and this whole thing has just really shaken. Okay, shaken listen, me. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, please. All right, you're gonna go do your exchange. You're going to leave your money where? In a bank somewhere, right? Yeah, hopefully. Okay, so regardless, the bank is going to be in charge of your money. I mean, you're going to have to trust some bank somewhere. 
Or you just going to have well, to work? Well, the thing is, I do trust some banks. <laughs> and some banks I don't trust. <laughs> well, that's the bank that and, you go uh, to, the one that you trust, okay? <laughs> well, there are... They're the big five. They they're the ones that came up with this plan. Okay. Then. Then, okay. All right. Let's get somebody else. Alrighty. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Alrighty. All right, sir. We're at the bottom half of the hour. Oh, is that it? Okay. Shot. All right, guys. Things are looking good. Still moving forward. Uh, we still got to wait our 10 days, I think. Uh, but the bank is still putting their people together. The rate is definitely, well, as of yesterday, I got from Iraq 481 is the minimum amount for the dinar at this time. And uh, they are simply being told it's coming, it's coming soon. CBI is making announcements on TV and in print that the rate is going to change. So. We just have to wait about our time. But it is coming. So, with that, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right? For all our veterans, uh, have a great day tomorrow. We appreciate you, what you've gone through, the sacrifice that some have given. Uh, their family members and everyone, and to represent this great country we call the United States of America. All right, enjoy your day. Ray? All right, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for this hump day Wednesday. And we'll be back on Fantabulous Earth Friday, or possibly sooner. I don't know. Time will tell. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going On those days when I feel like giving up Fire I will survive. 
if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. Return to the conference, press star. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your hump day Wednesday. We are out of here.